Good morning, everyone. 7.06 this Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us on This Morning with Stacey and Daryl. And you've probably heard these ads <laughs> on radio, television. Uh, the province taking aim at the Fed's target of net zero emissions by 2030. The Alberta government rolled out a campaign here in Alberta and a couple of other provinces. Rebecca Schultz is Alberta's Minister of Environment and Protected Areas, and she joins us on the phone. Good morning, Rebecca. Good morning. So what's the goal with these ads and this and this ad campaign? Yeah, so I mean, look, we have heard concerns raised, of course, here in Alberta. It's really around affordability and reliability of our power grid. But we've also heard these concerns across the country. Now, provinces and power companies from across the country have given this feedback. And then what we saw in the federal government's first draft of these regulations didn't take any of it. So, you know, if we want the federal government to listen, to put affordability and reliability uh, first, to use common sense instead of ideology, they need to hear from Canadians. And and that's really what this campaign is all about. I I guess I I sort of get taken aback a little bit because uh, just even in the break before we came up to the newscast, we heard two other uh, back-to-back government ads on other issues, one on the APP, then there was another one, and now we have the electricity. Uh, All of them tend to uh, sound like they're going, tell Ottawa, tell the feds, that kind of thing. Is it part of a larger strategy to continue this this somewhat adversarial relationship with Ottawa? You know, I would say, like, first of all, in our relationship with Ottawa, we are starting at a place of, look, let's work together. I mean, we have goals around carbon neutrality, which are aligned with 2050. It's aligned with a lot of power companies uh, here in Alberta who say that's a far more reasonable target, especially if you know, we're looking at the cost impacts to Albertans and Canadians. Um, this specific campaign, uh, of course, is also being targeted in Ontario and Atlanta, Canada. And that's where we are seeing and, and hearing some of those exact same concerns. I mean, Atlanta, Canada reports coming out about the concern of costs, about energy poverty. This is exactly what energy reliability is all about. I mean, the Ontario system uh, operator also pointed out that they have concerns about reliability. And so for us, um, we're at the table in good faith in discussions with the federal government. Uh, As Premier said last week when we launched this news conference, I mean, right now they're looking at flexibility, which would take us from uh, 450 hours of peaker plant capacity, which is, you know, when wind and solar uh, aren't able to work because the sun isn't shining and the wind isn't blowing in the middle of January. 18 days doesn't even get us to the month of January. And at that point... Um, you know, when they're saying flexibility gives us a couple extra days, that doesn't really solve the problem. So we want them to also be listening to provinces, respecting how electricity generation works in each of the provinces across Canada, and using some common sense here. Do you think this ad campaign is going to help you work with Ottawa? And and do you think, um, are you hearing feedback from other provinces? Are other provinces just going to say, oh, Alberta's at it again, can't get along with others? Um, and just, we always seem to be the squeaky wheel with complaints. Are you hearing, are you hearing that? So here's what I would say. I mean, we are hearing, like I said, Ontario will see huge costs. Uh, with this, even though they do have um, things like small modular reactors, things that we we don't have yet here in Alberta. Saskatchewan has said this is absolutely not not doable, and even their NDP opposition uh, backed up the government in this and said, you know what, 2035 is absolutely 
unrealistic. A couple months ago, Manitoba's position was that this is not doable. In Atlantic Canada, there have been concerns raised out of Nova Scotia and New Brunswick. And so this isn't just about Alberta. This is about Canadians and about a federal government um, that is completely ignoring the affordability and reliability concerns of Canadians. And along that line, uh, you know, some of the ads uh, talk about some some worrisome scenarios. Here's just uh, an element of one of them. Winter boots for my kids. Groceries for my family. Our Our mortgage. mortgage. My rent. Braces. A rainy day fund. Uh, There's also talk about, you know, no heat when it's minus 30, a lot of other things. I I guess that that, that, at the end of the day, all things are possible. Uh, Do you you worry that it might be seen as fear-mongering a little bit to list all of these possibilities all in one one ad and then have you had any backlash against that or did people support what you're saying you know i would say this i think yesterday you even saw a liberal mp vote with uh, Pierre Polyev and the Conservatives in the House of Commons around the carbon tax. It's one of the top things you hear out of Atlantic Canada. Um, the stories about energy poverty, that was huge in the last three days uh, out of the Atlantic uh, provinces. So this is, you know, for many people, the carbon tax and inflation are making it very hard to live their day-to-day lives. And this would be, estimates show that this would be a $1.7 trillion cost Who's going to pay for that? It's Albertans. It's Canadians right across our country. They will pay for it either through their taxes or on their bills. And, you know, we talk about energy reliability. I think that Canadians deserve to know what it's like right now in California, in Texas, in Germany, where they do have rolling rolling blackouts, where they are rationing power. I mean, in, in California, I spoke to somebody who they are rationing power between high, high use times so before 9 p.m. So think about that. For parents, I mean, whether it's here in Alberta or across the country, the hours before 9 p.m. are school pickup, homework, kids' activities, dinner time. And to do that, rationing power, doing that in the dark, like that is actually the reality of what's being proposed here. And even more... Uh, the federal government having this expectation around standards where the technology has not been tested anywhere in the world, okay, not at all, anywhere to this level. And Minister Kibot is saying that there will be criminal code violations for these power companies if they don't adhere. I mean, there is nothing worse for investor confidence than that. We're lucky here. Our, our Premier, Danielle Smith, has said, look, nobody is going to jail for turning on the lights for Albertans. Um, but, you know, this is this is really what's actually in the, the regulations that the do federal actually, government has Do you actually forward. think Minister Gilbo wants Canadians to freeze in minus 30 and not have access to, to, to power and to heat? Is, is that... Is, you know, obviously, the politicians want to get reelected, and that certainly won't get him reelected. Is that is that something that, like, come on, is is that really what's going to happen with well, these regulations? You know, here's what we see sometimes: ideology takes over common sense. What's required right now, in what the federal government has proposed, is that past the 18 days of peak capacity, if our producers need to use natural gas, so again, think think about that. 18 days gets us to January 19th. January is cold, January is dark. And in order for them to then turn on the power, this this emergency backup speaker capacity power, they have to call the minister in the middle of the night to get approval to do that. And then of course there's fear around criminal code sanctions. Um, So look, if, if 
they didn't want that to happen, then they wouldn't have put that in their draft regulations. And I think that that is the problem here. This is so serious that it is absolutely worth us putting this campaign together so that Canadians know exactly what this means for them. Uh, Minister, did you have one more to go here, Stacey? I think uh, that pretty much covers it. I think you, you hit your highlights and uh, the message yeah, you wanted I, I think to pass there, there is some pushback, obviously, uh, about the cost of the campaign. Is, is, this, is this worth it? Is this, is this something we should be spending money on? And is this coming out of the War Room's budget? Because isn't that kind of their mandate to, to, to do something like this, to, to fight back and to, to correct the record? You know, the dollars are, are coming from a couple of different places, uh, a few different ministries, including some from the War Room. And I would say this. I mean, the NDP spent uh, more than this or, or around this uh, amount to talk about their, their climate plan back when they were in government. And I think right now this is this is absolutely important so that the federal government gets this feedback and shows provinces, again, not just Alberta, provinces across Canada, the flexibility to address what the reality is in their own electricity grids and show some reasonableness, flexibility, and common sense. So do I think it's worth it? I absolutely do because I serve Albertans who who really do care about affordability and reliability right now. Rebecca Schultz, thanks for your time this morning. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. That's uh, Alberta's Minister of Environment and Protected Areas, Rebecca Schultz, talking about the uh, the $8 million campaign that uh, tell the feds uh, not to mess with our, our electricity. So, uh, lots of people on the line. Like any any number of things to total agree agreement to total. Now you know. One thing that this strikes me is you talked about Saskatchewan and Ontario as well. Mm-hmm. All conservative governments. So is this is this a political? Not Manitoba direct? anymore. So one no, ally's yeah. gone. Well, yeah. Yeah, but that's up to now. That's just mm-hmm. happened as well, right? So.